Uh, good day, Mr. Coin. Baby Sally. Oh, shit. Not again. What? <laughs> Am I coming through the speakers? Well, yeah, and you know, it's just with uh, Skype, because all uh, the sounds from uh, everywhere else are um, ready, you know. Grow yeah, up. I mean, this is one of those situations where I'll, I'll sound patient and cool about it, but you'll get ripped a new one by my age. Yeah. This ain't your night. Speakers. All right. My night. I could have taken Wilson apart. So what happens? He gets the title shot outdoors in a ballpark, and what do I get? A one-way ticket to Palookaville. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You should have taken care of me just a little bit so I wouldn't have to take them dives for the short-end money. Well, I had some bets down for you. You saw some money. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. Here we got it. Just so I don't look like the asshole. You know? Oh, now you start to sound like one. You came in suddenly. First thing I hear is asshole. In my <laughs> oh, oh, am I in your ears now? <laughs> <laughs> you are. It is. It is much better. I feel much closer to you this way. Okay, there we go. Yeah, oh, it's go. weird to right. That's weird to. Well, you know, I, I should have handled that. But but that's exactly the kind of thing. I think I'm falling apart, Tim. I really am. I know it's a, it's a theme for you. This sort of um, you're sort of uh, unwinding your your inner compass is off. Exactly. Now, have you been listening to a recent podcast or something? Because that is what I've been talking about. I know. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to a, a few recent ones to kind of okay. get a feel for uh, for where you're at. Yeah, and it's it. And I, actually, it's really interesting because I, I I very much connect with. Uh, where you're at. Well, you know, I was really hoping somebody would, and there are certain people, as I've been podcasting, I think I, I've been thinking, well, certain people are going to pick up on this, and Tim is one of them, and uh, another yeah. friend, Shane Burley, out on the West Coast, uh, is going through a lot of creative changes. And so it's inspired me in a way to, you know, I'm bringing an end to the Dixon Janes podcast. I just have to stop that and move on. And uh, so. Yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, I know you. I know you are, but I mean, at, like at five hundred or something. At, at, at five hundred. Okay. That just seems a nice round number, and I like that. And and now it, it is. I know you want to get on this, but this does connect to this whole. Well, it does. So what? So can you? Well, go, I can so get... go. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, actually, I'd like I'll to do. You, a, yeah, I'd like to do a little bit of the background first, and a and a, and a preface right. to say yes. that uh, that what I'm envisioning this conversation as. Okay. Is uh, this is episode zero zero zero? Well, the first thing on your agenda should be change to change the fucking name. Are you kidding me, Baby Sally Talks? I know exactly, Come on, dude. E exactly. And I went through that, and by the time I got up this morning, I think that is the worst fucking title. But there's a part of me that says, "No, man, <laughs> stick with it. Fucking well, <laughs> stick with it, because well, it Dixon will James come." Well, is a shitty title too, so you well, might as well stick with Baby Sally. Talk. Well, you see, but you know, you know who Baby Sally is. Well, you, you you talked about some story where I don't know you were talking to the Native American, yes, 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 yes. yeah, or something. Okay. I don't know what. But I you, mean, <laughs> no one's gonna know any of that bullshit. Yeah, but but that's what I have to explain and come in with a backstory, right? That's what. What this... every show? Uh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every show you no. get a five-minute story about your no, t- no, 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 Native Americans. No. Uh, this is why I've paid this one zero, zero, zero. You know, I can, <laughs> I can read, I can redirect people back to this one. Uh, I love and you get the backstory. Number zero. I love that. Well, it's because it doesn't have to count that way. I'm, right, I'm actually count. already <laughs> buying myself uh, some time, and and that's very symptomatic of the thing. Uh, so I have come up with this uh, this idea, and the theme that I want to explore is creativity, yeah. uh, because I know so many people who are creative, and people like yourself. And again, that's why you're top of the list here. Um, and I used to think, I like to think that I am too, and but I have just been having so much trouble lately wrapping yeah. my head around this, as as I've explained in the uh, the recent Dixon Jane's podcasts. And I'm going through a bit of a process, and I'm thinking this, doing a podcast about the whole topic of, of creativity and some of the the problems that hold us back from being our yeah. true selves. So it's, it's exploring the concept of, of creativity because all of us have some degree of creativity, and, and, and some of us more than others a need to express that creativity. And again, you're a prime example. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a human personality factor and the hardwiring of, of who we are that can help or just get in the way. And it can go back with what happened to you as a kid. There's all these other things that seem to thwart the process and, and uh, hold us back from doing what we really want to do. And and so I thought a series of podcasts on that topic of creativity and you know with creative friends would might be of interest to other struggling artists and so that that's basically well it's that's a, it in a nutshell. it's a great way for you to procrastinate on what you're trying to get done well the thing is you see there you go very nice point <laughs> uh, the point is i think this is part of it because i don't think we see really what it is that we want to do. I think it sort of comes out sometimes in different ways. For example, I mean, right. I think you just, it's suddenly, you're a, you're a photographer. Well, why? I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, this was a different, Tim, I look at um, Gary, of, of formerly of Chub Creek, who I thought, wow, he's a songwriter, a musician, an entertainer, a comedian. And he's a photographer now, John Meadows. John Meadows, yeah. You know, and so these people are, are expressing themselves in ways that weren't necessarily it's not a straight line ever. And I'm wanting to think, well, maybe podcasting is actually something I'm good at or conversation. Right. And that this is more to the point than my previous need to write. Now, I don't want to yeah, get... Yeah, so are you saying that maybe mm-hmm. sort of all of the internal struggles and questions about whether it be a novel or a graphic novel and all these things... Yes. That Ultimately, that has led you to what you're doing right now, and maybe this is the thing. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Thank you for, for, for summing that up so nicely, putting a bow on it. No, um, yeah, I was just seeing if that's what you're... But well, then that taps into your other thing of like, you know, in your therapy, you're talking a lot about process. Okay, like, yeah. okay, so now you actually have to do what you want to do, and then you were saying that, well, that's your problem, that you don't want to do... The process you want to just turn on the mic, which this taps into that, but then you have to come to peace with well, maybe that's what you do. So, is it what you do, or is it laziness? Uh, well, you know, for again, 
the writing part is laziness because writing is just okay. hard work. And I just I looked at it. I, I don't know if it you is. heard it's the episode. It's yeah, it really is. Where I had I had handed my son a story, my my first acid trip, and I thought oh, that's decent, catches it. And he gave me a C plus. He actually marked it and gave me a C plus. <laughs> and I was delighted. <laughs> I was delighted with the mark because he was spot on. Like he found all the holes and all the problems. And and right. I won't go into it here because I've talked about it. But when it came back to okay, well, I see the changes I have to make. I see what you're saying. Fuck, I don't know if I really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for the notes. I have yeah. no intention of doing them. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized, just even honestly, not an hour ago on the drive in here, I realized, you know, I probably use the term, I've got to write that book, as a way of deflecting anybody from asking, who are you? What are you doing with your life? Because this, this has haunted me a good part of my life. What, what's yeah. your role? And it was very easy to say, well, I'm going to write a book. I'm a, I'm a book writer because you could, it, it's, it, it's a nice cover, right? Because you, yeah. you can travel, you can do any job you want, you can do anything. And all along, you're just, oh, I'm gaining experience. That's all, that's what Kerouac did. This is what you do. You just gain yeah, experience. Yeah, it's all going into the, the great novel. Right? Exactly. And now I'm at the point where, okay, <laughs> and, you know, time to cough up, boy. Where's that book? Hey, hey how's that book going? <laughs> yeah. And, and well, I'm, I'm still gathering my experiences. Well, I had it the other day. I thought, okay, well, maybe you're not ready yet. Maybe you need another adventure. Maybe it's time to buy that ticket to India. And uh, so it's become a game. But in the process, <laughs> in the process of all this, and I use the word process, uh, I thought, you know, that is a good theme to explore. I don't want this to be all about me, and, and I apologize it's starting off that way. No. Um, but this might be the real answer. I, I thought about when I was in high school, you had to fill out the form, you know, in your graduation book of your future plans, your goal or your ambition or whatever. And I had no clue. And I wrote down, I'm embarrassed to say, automotive engineer. Like that sounded, ooh, wow, really? I didn't even know there was such a thing. Um, and, of course, it's because it was a fill-in answer. And now I'm thinking maybe this idea of a, an author, a book writer, is the very same as that automotive engineer. It plugs a hole so nobody will bug you anymore. You got an answer. There it is. That's who I am. Leave me right. alone. And uh, now I'm finding out, okay, well, maybe that was never true to start with. How do you answer that question, by the way, out in the world when someone asks you, uh, you know, what do you do? How do you answer that? Well, you know, I want you know, you get asked that a lot. You're meeting somebody. Well, uh, boy, you are really, you are, you promised me your A game today and you're delivering. Listen, I, Listen <laughs> I, I, am, I am so I happy to have game, you because I'm telling you, I need help. And, and I thought, what a, there's a guy to turn to. Tim, Listen, he's going to help me through. I'm your Gestalt therapist. Right well, here. you're doing it. But the th that, that question is exactly fitting because given that this is a new podcast, by the way, it's called Baby Sally Talks. Okay? Oh, my God. This is episode 000. I'll get back to that <laughs> later on if you need an explanation. Um, <laughs> listen, you're right. Listen to 000 for the explanation. Okay, right. listen. The subtitle is even worse. It's oh God. Cultivating Creative Conversations. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? It's awful. Cultivating. It'll barely fit on an RSS feed. <laughs> well, you, they don't have to see that. Uh, I and I have the yeah. feeling it's a work in process. And I think that's about creativity. It's always changing, right? 
Hopefully uh, that's not going to last, but that's the best I've come up with so far. You just loved your alliteration there. You love those. Well, you have to. You, you need that. You need that. And and but cultivating is what we're doing. We're we're cultivating a friendship. We're, we're fertilizing. We're we're growing something here. Okay. The topic is creativity, and we're doing it by way of conversation. So cultivating creative conversations. I had cultivating conversations on creativity. Okay. Do you think that's any better? And I thought, no, fuck, fuck, fuck the of cultivating creative conversations. It's, it's just as shitty. So pick it's just, <laughs> okay. Well, we're fine with that. You see, I can live with that now. I can live with my my shortcomings. You know, it's right, right. Uh, and it's, it's very reflective. But anyway, the point is because this is the first episode of Baby Sally Talks, or sub episode, if you will. Um, the question would be, well, who the fuck is Tim Coyne? Because <laughs> well, that, yeah, some no people won't that. know. All, my regular Dixon Jane's listeners all know you, and, and those who used to listen to that other podcast, talking to Tim uh, from having said that, will know. But this oh, is, I like this. this. Is some... so you're turning around my question from a few minutes ago. Exactly. Ago, back at me of, of who exactly. you are or what do you do. Exactly. Kind of so please, uh, tell, tell us. Oh, well, I guess I'll answer that by why the hell would you be talking to me? Because that's sort of what the same question. So who is this guy on episode zero, zero, zero? Well, you and I can know each other because I used to do a podcast called mm-hmm. The Hollywood Podcast, which really, I mean, talk about just bad, uh, the way I had all that set up. But I started doing storytelling in that show, and, and those episodes were called Unkempt. Mm-hmm. This is another bad name. Uh, and they were just stories from my life. Kind of like you can, except uh, I just took a we we just took different approaches, but they were stories from my life here in Los Angeles as a struggling actor, uh, trying to build a career, trying to find love, etc. You and I became friends. I have since stopped podcasting, but you and I have remained friends, and we speak once in a while about things like we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of well, that, so that's that, why you're talking to me. I mean, really, in the world today, I'm, I've, my life has changed. I'm now a working stiff with a job, you know, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And creatively, what I'm trying to do is I am writing, as in screenwriting, and okay. I'm doing photography. Those are the two things I'm trying to put my creative uh, energy into. Would you say you've given up on your dreams or you've just your dreams have changed? Um, hmm. well, uh, huh. Well, I definitely, I guess there's a yes and a no there. I, I have mostly, I've mostly given up on the acting thing. I mean, I still have representation, so there will be an occasional audition, but the, but I don't. Fe- my feelings about I'm 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 becoming more comfortable with my new reality. So I definitely uh, have made a shift. And I, I mean, yeah, I guess for the most part. Could, are you? Are yeah, you... it's a tough one. It's a, it's a it's a it's a tough one because you know if you ask me, hey, will you ever act again? I highly doubt that I won't. Mm-hmm. 
but all but I'm not actively putting any any energy into an acting career at all. Yeah. And I'm be, I'm getting a much more of a um and I'm I'm starting to care less and less about the energy I'm not putting into it. So I guess I'm just sort of getting more and more comfortable with my new uh, life. I guess you you could say. I, I think maybe. I, I mean, put... I'm still pissed off. It didn't work <laughs> out. I think I put the cart before the horse there, and I, I didn't yeah. really ask you what was your dream to start with. I just asked if you've given up on it. But could right. you go, would you go back and just maybe revisit? Yeah, I mean, I think the I mean, I think that the the dream was, and the plan, and the hope was to be a working actor, meaning I am in this world making enough money off my acting career, which is why I got in my car at the end of 1998 and drove across the country mm-hmm. to Los Angeles. The plan was to be to become a working actor. And I mm-hmm. did not see, I failed at that. Oh. And I had a lot of, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of stories that I told a lot of those in my podcast along the way. Um, but I w- ultimately wasn't able to do that. So eventually I got to an age, you know, I'm, what, I, what am I? God, am I, Tell us. H- how do I not know my age? Am I 41 or 42? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I thought you were much older than that. I don't, sorry. Ah, um, I guess I'm 42. Okay. Well, that's, that's not old. You're lucky. Wow. You know you're old when, yeah. So anyway, uh, just the years and years and years of, you know, barely being able to, uh, you know, come up with rent and uh, all this kind of stuff. It yeah. just, it just eventually got very tiring. I had an opportunity to take a kind of a full-time uh, job in which, you know, in the past year I got a promotion at, at this job. So things are going well there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't what, even what, know was it, was what it, question I answered. Well, was it painful to say I failed at that? Cause you just said that and it, it sort of struck yeah. me. Wow. That's that's a hard thing to to own up to. Yeah, it um it it definitely uh it definitely is um I mean it's becoming less and less painful. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that helps me a little bit psychologically on it is that this particular pursuit is so sort of um gray and even the sort of so-called skill or talent or whatever in acting is kind of questionable anyway mm-hmm. and um i think if you really drill down at what i failed at it is not so much what i what i probably failed the most at is my ability to um i think ultimately my nerves are the reason I failed. What I mean is careers are made in what I was pursuing careers are made really in the audition room. Mm-hmm. So I got opportunities, mm-hmm. but only one guy or one girl gets the, the part. Mm-hmm. And if you can't walk into a room and remain calm and execute on an audition, which, which I found very difficult because you know, you're sitting in the hallway and boom, you're in and, yeah. you know, before you know it, you're out and it's high stakes and you really want it and you really care. And it's just very hard to nail it. And if you don't nail it, you're not going to get it. And even if you do nail it, you're probably not going to get it. 
I, I just can't imagine like so putting yourself through that time and again like especially giving yourself you say you're you're I don't know I, I don't think nervous person is the right way but you do have some inner struggles and why would you put yeah. yourself through such a painful ordeal time and uh, again I don't know I I was very I I really had no doubt that it was all going to work out you know I mean um you know, some of people talk about, hey, would you know if you could go back, would you would you come to L.A.? And it's like, well, of course I would. It didn't honestly, it did not even feel like a decision when I quit my job that I had out of college and just, you know, told them I was going to grad school and basically just packed up my car and moved to L.A. to pursue an acting career. I mean, it felt perfect. I was certain it was all going to work out. And uh, I mean, that's sort of the beauty, I think, of, you know, youth and uh, being in your 20s and you're just convinced and and it didn't you know it's funny my brother and I my brother already lived out here Mm -hmm. and he was pursuing an acting career so I think that probably helped me too and that it seemed possible but uh we had a a little cartoon on our fridge when we lived together that it had these two actors it was like a New Yorker type of cartoon they're sitting at a in a cafe drinking coffee together Mm -hmm. and one of them says to, to the other uh, it's between me and the guy who's going to get it. Uh, <laughs> right. So, that is so good. Yeah. So that we always good. still joke about that. He'll say, you know, how'd the audition then go? And I'll say, well, it's between me and the guy who's going to get it. Yeah. That's uh, that's brilliant. Now, there's just so many threads I'd love to pick up on on there, but I'm going back to the young, the guy in the 20s who has a job, a job, I, I take it you liked. You were, was you a phys ed teacher at a school or a no, coach? Well, not quite. I was, uh, I was, think of it as sort of sports physical therapy. I, okay. I basically was the person who handled all the athletic injuries at a private high school. Okay. And at a private schools in New England, they make, it's a boarding school. So yeah. they make kids play sports so they're not yeah. just sitting in their room yeah. smoking weed. Right. So I was the one guy on the golf cart, you know driving around campus and, you know, I'd get a call, you know, Mr. Coin, uh, you know, Susie's down, her, uh, mm-hmm. her leg's broken, and I'm the one who shows up and mm-hmm. takes care of her and rehabs people and all that kind of stuff. Now, could you have made a career of that? Could you have stayed with that and sort of said the, the Hollywood dream is just it's an unrealistic dream? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and actually, one of the things I love about that and, and what I'd love to return to, mm-hmm. um, it was really great to be have a job on a campus with really smart people Mm -hmm. and interesting people and to have that time off in the summer you know I mean it really it was a very good life now I had other dreams I wanted to pursue but now that I'm kind of on the other side of that I would love to somehow return to campus Life, uh, the teacher schedule, that kind of thing. I don't, I don't yeah. quite know how I'd, how I'm going to get there. Okay. Probably requires getting a master's degree somehow. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay. yeah, I definitely could have built. I definitely could have just stayed in that and just, you know, maybe got another job somewhere else eventually. And I, it definitely was a career, and I was off and running. It, is it possible to return to that the turning point when you had this job, you right. got this vision of going to Hollywood, and you said, "Well, I just got up." You know, it's it was the thing of youth. You just do it. Yeah. Can you remember what what was the the tipping point, the the time when you just wow? Well, I, I <laughs> this is sort of embarrassing, but I at that time, mm-hmm. 
a couple things started on that campus. Mm-hmm. First of all, an English teacher wrote a play and he put it up at this little, like, basically a church, a church in town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I acted in that play. Okay. And that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, and then this other, then they did a musical. They did the secret garden on campus and they opened it up to faculty. So faculty and students were cast in this. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I got one of the leads in that. Okay. So it, I was just, it just opened up this whole world that actually I'd wanted to pursue even in college and I'd never had the guts to. So all of a sudden I was doing this stuff and then I started doing bigger community you know, I went out in the community and doing these community theater productions and stuff. And, and really, I was just super, super excited about it all. Like I was cracking into this new part of myself and creatively, I really didn't have a creative life before that. So it was just very exciting. I felt like a creative person. And I was in a family where I was considered the non-creative one. I had a brother who was already in L.A. <clears throat> I had an older brother who, you know, went to Berkeley School of Music in Boston, which is a very mm-hmm. um, prestigious school. I had a father who was a musician. Um, so for me, I, I was like opening this whole new part of myself. So I was just so excited about it. So it, I just wanted to go full bore, like just this is what I'm going to do. Well, it sounds like then it really wasn't such a crazy idea that it, that no. it, was, a, it was a natural step. It wasn't like out of the blue completely cut off from anything else you had done you you were sort of you got a taste for it and you wanted more well when once i made the move it, it wasn't so out of the blue but but nobody for most people in my life it was totally out of the blue i mean i went yeah. all through i went all through high school and college without really i mean i i say did a little uh, bit of this singing group in college but for the most part i had no creative life so it, for a lot of people it was totally out of the blue it was like, what? Tim Coyne moved to L.A. to pursue an acting career? That, like, yeah. What? That, that part yeah. I can see. But within you, there was something, maybe a seed, just beginning to germinate and, and think, wow, when you got on stage at the school and thought, this yeah. is kind of fun and I can do this, it must have Well, yeah, I was getting up. sort of positive, you know, in that very, very small, you know, um, small fish, small pond kind of way, you know. Well, you don't, you don't I, have I to was getting positive it. feedback. I was getting yeah. positive feedback. Basically, I was getting these big roles in this very, you know, a big fish, uh, small yeah. pond. But you see, you're, you're downplaying it. And I don't think that's what we want to do here. We're really, we're trying to find out what was it inside Tim Coyne that made him want to pursue something different, right? Whether or not it yeah. was a big deal or whatever. This was part of the, the whole chain reaction that got you to Hollywood. And then next thing you know, we discover you through doing what was, and you haven't said it, but I'll say it, a brilliant podcast that everybody said, wow, this guy is good. He's a good storyteller. He's a good writer. Uh, he, he know, He's delivering his craft. So you really did succeed, but it was in a different, a different way. Well, it yeah, wasn't the on funny, screen. Yeah, no, the funny thing is, I mean, at the end of it all, the thing I'm probably through all this thing I'm trying to, you know, mostly trying to be an actor out here. I mean, you, you really have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. So the thing I am <laughs> I still remember. most proud of yeah. is are those podcast episodes because those represent real work, 
you yeah. know, real stories, there is something tangible sort of to, um, to point to there. Yeah. So, because really otherwise, you know what, I can show you some stupid clip from whatever, you know, we all enjoyed those, because a lot of the work clips, is just so. in classroom. I mean, my most proudest moments are sh- stuff that nobody are the podcast podcast episodes and the little moments here and there, you know, a moment, uh, in a class, a moment, uh, in a play somewhere, I'm not, like yeah. literally specific moments, an audition that went well, you know, booking something, whatever. Well, I wonder if that's how we should be measuring our lives. And that's why I'm going back to this thing when you said I failed at that. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, we failed, but it, it opened right. the way for all these other successes. And sometimes we let other people's questions haunt us, you know, oh, well, gee, yeah. you, Tim went to Hollywood and he didn't make it. Well, no, right, Tim went to right. Hollywood. That's and, the and headline, this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but really the story is you discovered these other talents and skills. People will listen to your podcast again and again. They stand up. They are, they are an art form uh, that was brilliantly done, and and uh, that's that's a wonderful thing and something to celebrate. And uh, Well, those, yeah, I mean, just back to the creativity thing, I mean, I definitely look back on my 30s. So, you know, I'm in whatever I am, 42. And mm-hmm. my 30s, which is all while I was podcasting, you know, mm-hmm. from whatever it was, from 05 to, you know, probably, I think I probably started fading off in 2010, maybe, maybe 2011. I think it might have been mm-hmm. 2010. So those I those were my most creative exciting i mean I, that excitement i had during the whole podcasting thing because as you know i mean it's a lot of work and it's a big commitment oh, yeah. i yeah. really felt uh creatively alive during that period no doubt it, that, that was a good five-year run now did yeah. you did you yeah. also feel at the time when you did them that wow now you're looking back and i think you can see them in a proper perspective that they were good they stand up but did you feel that at the time too you're getting this yeah. sense of wow I did well, I, 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 I'm not sure if they stand up. I haven't listened to them um, in well. a while. But at the time, I mean, it definitely went on. You know, I, I think I got be- I think they got. Yes, I am proud of them. I do. I was excited when I finished one and, you know, and I felt like it was ready to go and I put it out there. It felt very exciting. Um, and I was proud of them and I still am. That's, I that's, don't know that's if good they hold to hear. Up, but yeah. That's good to hear. Now, you moved on to a different thing altogether, but again, in the same vein of creativity, when you started doing photography yeah. as an aside, as a hobby. And you put out a series, uh, I forget what the, the Los Angeles telephone booths or telephone Los booths. Angeles payphones. Los Angeles payphones. Yeah. And again, I'll put a link up here. They were spectacular. I mean, they were just absolutely wonderful photos and we talked about that on on earlier podcasts we did together because we were kind of joking that you were having to do all these things to prepare for it and i thought well maybe this maybe this (laughs) is never gonna happen but it did happen and they're 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 wonderful (laughs) yes i did uh fall into that classic creativity thing of you know Kind of like we were talking about with your novel, right? Oh, yeah. I'm still getting prepped and ready. You know, but but the thing is, but the yeah. thing is, it was true in your case. You did need that. You did need because you were right. going to do these things at night, and that you did need them to be very high quality photos to make it work. It's not just going to be a snapshot. Right. So, yeah. No. I definitely. Um, 
Yeah, in that case, there was sort of a, a process to figure out because I was going to do them a certain way and I had to figure out how to do that and kind of get a few things I needed to buy and or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, how are you so, feeling about those in, in retrospect? It's not that long ago, but do you still have that sense of, good, I, I created, I did something good here and and uh, Yeah, yeah, and actually, and it's still going. I mean, it's an ongoing project. I mean, I've done hmm. whatever, like 25 of them. I haven't done one in a few weeks, but I, uh, but I, it's, it's, I consider it an ongoing project and it is, I, I, I've been figuring out what I like about photography Mm -hmm. and on a creative level, what I like about it is that I can come to a finished product without, uh, anybody else Mm -hmm. and, without it taking forever you know so if you compare it because i'm also screenwriting for example which again also is a just me and i can get it done but it takes a long time and it ultimately is probably just going to sit on a shelf right but with photography it is very exciting to sort of go take a photo and do whatever you do to it and then put it out there and you, you, it's just it, the, the sense of completion, like when yeah. I used to finish a podcast episode, is very exciting because I think the hardest thing about creative projects is going through the finish line. Mm-hmm. To me, is no doubt the most challenging thing because you have to maintain your belief in the project. And if it's a lengthy, involved, intense project, that's going to take a long time, like a graphic novel, Mm. you got to keep on believing in that thing. That's why I'm so impressed. Even if I don't like someone's project, I'm just impressed when someone finishes something. I'm totally impressed. Yeah. So even if someone finishes a film and I think it sucks, I'm just like, Hey man, you, you went all the way through the finish line on thing. This thing, you got the money, you got the script, you got the performances. You did. I mean like, Holy crap. Again, there's just so many threads to pick up here, but I'm, I'm thinking back to your photography and how different that is from the what we talked about earlier, sitting in a waiting room to be next up, to have to prove right. yourself to some master who may have already made his mind up anyway, didn't like your look as soon as you walked in the door, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, and, and it's questionable how much creativity is even there anyway. Well, this is the thing. This yeah. is This is it. Whereas... You know, those pictures, you know, you see the end result and you, you capture what you want to capture. And, it, and it's something to be proud of. So, again, it gets to this thing, you're expressing yourself through many different forms. Uh, you know, through that podcast, through the trials at acting and some of the parts that you got, through this whole new field of photography and now in the background the the screenwriting yeah how is that going? well the other thing yeah the other thing too is that i was a sort of that i did to myself a lot i mean like you i mean i beat my there's so many things i've wanted to get done and one thing i decided was okay i need to focus in on a very very small list of things so that i actually do them Mm-hmm. So I'll give you, for example, this screenplay I'm working on, mm-hmm. this idea that I'm working on, I had in 2006. I mean, I, 
you know, so it's just been sitting there and I've been wanting to do it and blah, blah, blah. So for me, this is an exercise in the finish line. And like, I just have to finish this script, but I can't do 10 other things at the same time. So I'm writing this script and I'm doing photography and I'm doing my day job. I'm trying to, people ask me to, I perform, I used to perform out here. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying no to that stuff. It's why I'm not podcast, you know, well, it's one of the reasons why I'm not podcasting. I'm just sort of, there are specific things I'm doing and I'm actually trying to do them as opposed to half-assing 20 things. That's another thing we left out entirely. You were doing some stand-up too as well, weren't you? Well, not say the story, storytelling. Storytelling, okay. So related yeah. to, like the podcast type of skills right. thing. Right, and I haven't done that in a long time, but, and really I'm just not interested in doing it um, but, right now either. But I just, it takes a lot of work and energy, and I have only yeah. a certain amount of hours during the week for my creative stuff. And basically the issue comes down, I mean, it comes down to time. And not wanting to be poor. I mean, you have to have a job just to yeah. live a certain comfortable style. And this is this is the bigger question for you. Take artists like I call the real artists, the Henry Millers, yeah. who go off to Paris and basically beg for food. You know, meet, meet enough people and develop the skills that you can. Somebody's going to look after you. Right. But giving up any thoughts of a career or of a comfortable, normal existence. Very, yeah. very few can do that. Uh, some probably just end up on the streets, starving or drunk or whatever. Um, yeah, it definitely gets really old and difficult. And, and, and that, that might yeah. be sort of the, the, those are not really the artists, number one, who wouldn't speak to me anyway, but who are, are the real exception. But I think the, the bigger question is, Everybody has some need to express themselves. It's like this Maslow's hierarchy, you know, it's somewhere near the top. You've got to right. do something more than just eat. But there's that crazy balance of, yeah, but meanwhile, I got rent to pay. I've got to, you know, have decent clothes, whatever it is, your, your, your normal existence is. And then in that, you've got to carve out this time that you're talking about to devote to your art and and it often really does it gets second place doesn't it it does and then it comes into uh i don't know why i thought of this but then then there's this thing of greatness right like how yeah so you're doing something but i don't know if everybody wants this but i think a lot of people who are doing something creative want to be great at it also yes 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 and and, and this this can be the biggest burden you yeah know, there is um, because and you've been talking about this but the whole thing of like well what does so what does success mean then and what yeah. you know well in my whole, case what what's the point of me writing if it's not going to be a great story therefore don't even bother well, there you starting go. you know there you go so therefore you don't start and then yeah, yeah i mean this is whole Thing that can bog you down, which I think, because you've been talking a lot about the artist's way, mm-hmm. which I've, I've never looked into, and I and you can explain to your uh, yeah your listeners. But this is something. It's funny you've been bringing that up. I've this is very pop. Not not so much now because it's been out for a long time yes. now. Yeah. But when I moved out here and t- to LA, the artist's way is very popular out here. You'd see signs on you know telephone poles about you know, groups meeting up exactly. and you go to a coffee shop and someone's doing their entry, their yep. daily entry. It's very popular out here because people are trying to, you know, yeah. keep themselves 
creative and, I, it, and it's, fig, it's, figure out why they're not doing it's very stuff. much a uh, a California kind of book and uh, it's interesting because it was my therapist who referred me to this book because I I didn't know and I wouldn't go near oh uh, I thought it was uh, Blevis. No, I, it was just coincidental that I found out that Blevis was also, because oh, okay. Blevis used to talk about writing his morning pages, which is oh, something you so have to do Oh, so all of a sudden when you discovered this, you said, oh, that maybe that's what Blevis exactly, does. Exactly, okay, exactly. Okay, I got you. Um, yeah. It's called The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity, and it's by Julia Cameron. And the reason I like it is she does explore that whole idea of how much we beat up on ourselves or, or shortchange ourselves or put things away in the way excuses and do everything to hold back, you know, that free expression of art. And it's a way of trying to get you to, to be at your best. And, and but more than that, running through it is this belief in a higher power. And I find that very, very interesting. That create that if you get in sync with this higher power if you if you're open up to it and you let it run through you every once in a while you might yeah. make that connection you might feel that true gift of of spirit of creativity of of reaching that high level we were talking about earlier yeah uh, i had one instance of that i think the one thing i've done and maybe my proudest was this poem that i wrote and i delivered at a, a pab conference um, and I couldn't even tell you what it was now. And it was in this very office, basically, that it dictated itself to me. I wrote the poem. I was up to do a, a very short piece at uh, the conference. And I asked Bob, uh, I need a couple minutes to deliver a poem. Uh, a poem. Bob <laughs> said, okay. Um, and I did. And it just came out of me. The delivery was good. It, it, it was just boom. Yeah, and, was this and, when it was still uh, when the conference was still in um... in Kingston? Yeah, yeah, and and I look back at that and I think I, I can't even find a copy of it now. It doesn't mean anything now, but that was one of those moments where it was total belief in this flow of creativity of this. Right. Just let it let it be released through you, and that's wonderful. And yet it's so so so. Seldom we we get that you know that we we have that chance. Um, so I, I'm now I'm just at the point of, of questioning whether I uh, what what creativity means to me. I think I'm I'm also battling. I'm going a couple of battles here, and one of them is the other one is age. At age, you just slow right. down. You talked about being in your 30s and just having this this thing. That you know, yeah. bam, you're able to produce. And as we get older, we do get slower. We do start right, losing it. Right. There, there are pieces missing. And uh, so, I've, I hope in the process of me doing these, this series of podcasts with people like yourself, I'm going to be able to let go a little myself, let go certainly the dream of of writing a book. Like I really want to park that and be done with it, and yet not be ashamed and embarrassed that I didn't live up to it because I, I want to come to the point where I realized I thought that was my need. Maybe the way you thought going to LA and being an actor was, but there are other right. things, there are other things we do and can do. And, uh, you know. right. In the meantime, right. What you've been doing is probably the thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm very proud of the Nixon change, but I had so much fun with it and it was right. of the moment and it, it doesn't matter. And, of uh, 
you know, how many listeners or anything else. It was the doing that counted. And uh, Wait, so, and, so real real quick, just want yeah. a, a couple of things. So first of all, just another book that comes to mind that mm-hmm. totally kind of opened up that I, I really got a lot out of in terms of creativity. Do you know who uh, Twyla Tharp is? I know that name, but I was she not yeah. an actress at one point? No, she's a, she's a very famous um, uh, choreographer. Dance, okay, okay, okay. Dance yeah. uh, choreographer. Yeah. Um, but she wrote a book called the, the uh, creative habit Okay. that was probably, I don't even know. It was probably, you know, two came out, might've even been 10 years ago, yep. but anyway, it's a really cool book about creativity, but yeah. you probably covered this in your show and I missed it. But so why, why are you stopping, uh, Dixon James? Oh, I thought, well, like you, you can only do so many things. And I, I'd, I'd initially thought. I, I only spend it, it, you know, there's an hour, each episode's an hour and I don't edit. So it doesn't take that much time, maybe a few hours out of each week. Yeah. But I felt if I, if I stopped, it would open up a space for me to do something else. And I'm thinking this podcast, okay. this new podcast, uh, Baby Sally Talks, is, uh, <laughs> may, may or may not be the replacement. I didn't know that until I'd say a week ago. I well, really did think well, I was going to write. The uh, domain will be available. Uh, yeah, I've already got it. Uh, no, I, yeah. it, it's a subsidiary. It's the Dixon only James. one left on the planet, right? Yeah. Um, well, again, I haven't explained who Baby Sally was, and, and that's another story for another time, maybe. Because uh, I'm trying to keep a limit to this uh, podcast. Yep. Um, the idea of just stopping and being able to... I like the, the concept of 500 as a nice even number, and I realize now, gee, I probably said the same thing at 400. Well, 500 is a better number to stop at. It is amazing. I did, I, did a, I did a zine for 20 years, and I made sure it hit that 20-year mark. Yeah. Uh, you know, four times a year. And I do think it's going to force me to do something else. And it's also... I, I'm ready to make a, a change in my life. There is one quote that I really like. Um... All the arts we practice are apprenticeship. The big art is our life. And there's something to that that hits me. Okay, I, I can look back on my life, and well, maybe I didn't write the book. Maybe I, I didn't fulfill this creative destiny I thought I had. Yeah. But I have lived a pretty good life and a pretty successful life, and I'm pretty damn happy about the fact that I can talk to somebody like you and feel very close to you. Like, we, we have an intimate, good friendship. Wow, how did that yeah. come about? Well, it's yep. just part of the whole process of going through life and, uh, and connecting with people. And, and that's, that's a value in itself. And that's maybe of yeah. more value than, a, than, a, than a, a book that I would know at the end of it, God damn, that was a piece of shit. Because I, I know that now, you know. <laughs> and, and whereas I would never say that about, you know, God damn it, Tim Coins a piece of shit. Why don't I ever be friends with him? Right. I will always <laughs> value this. And you may fr- have said it once or twice. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It, but I will value this and the friendships I have with other people. And they came right. about through this whole, just the process of life itself, you know. Yeah. Um, so that may sound like a cop out to some people, but the need isn't there. The need to. Yeah. Just take well, that's a, at least too, a break. Right? It is. Figuring out, it is tricky to figure out, okay, when am I just sort of uh, too scared or yep. too lazy or too, uh, 
something, right? Making excuses. When, you know? Yeah. When am I making excuses, or and when am I just really making the uh, um, a legitimate decision? Exactly. Here. Right? Exactly. And I'm right at that edge on that right now. And you picked up on I, that because. Yeah, because I have a friend who tells me, you know, about not performing out here, for example, mm-hmm. that you know that that's a failure on my part, and I'm just. Uh, scared and you know it's uh eight minutes why don't you just get up there and tell a story and 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 then i'm on the other side saying i'm not interested in doing that right now i don't want to so and i'm not doing it for you yeah you you may want me to get up and tell a story and i'm I'm just not interested in doing it so for me the struggle is is that really how i feel or or am i now that i feel like that's really how i feel i'm not interested but it's it's a constant struggle am i just wimping out or yeah am i just channeling my energy into something else that that's it and that, that is so important and it's a very very hard thing to know and especially when you go through a book like the artist's way and they're saying you know right exploring all the excuses and roadblocks we put in front of ourselves oh, there's so and you begin many. To, I know. You, you second I guess know. everything you know oh well that's why but uh, I think uh, my problem, of course, is on top of all this, I smoke pot. And I do <laughs> I do get these ideas that come in, in like these brilliant, these Mitch Joel ideas, I call them, uh, yes. of, uh, wow, that just all makes sense. And, of course, Baby Sally was one of them. Um, and then you have to think the next day, all right, give yourself a couple of days, and if it's still there. Uh, right, the graphic novel. do it. Yeah. Which, by the way, the funny thing, it, it actually would be great. Oh, it would be. I, I still see it. It's oh, just yeah. a question. Uh, you know, honestly, I love it. But it, that's what, what I saw on my book idea with my show. I, that's the exact idea I saw and wanted to do, and then it changed into uh, to a different thing. Well, there we go. We never, um, we never talked. And then about I that. only ended up being able to do whatever I did too, because my person, because like you, remember you, you said you'd need an artist. Yep. Well, I found an artist, and we were off and running, and then she bailed, so it all kind of fell apart. But yeah. I had a very similar uh, feeling and idea than, as to what you were talking about, and I'm still convinced it would have been great, but I just couldn't, you know. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. We, did, we didn't talk about that in, in terms of when we were listing off all your failures. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, let's go through them all. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I, I made I made a point, Tim, on this show of not bringing in that other person in Windsor, who is, by the way, now into real estate. Um, oh, really? And, well, never mind that. We're we're not going to talk about him. He's he's <laughs> right. He's he's probably a millionaire by now. Uh, well, he's he's getting there. All right. Um, but I wanted to keep it fairly serious and and to this topic, and I think we've done a fair job of at least covering but i have the yeah. feeling i'm gonna to have to have you back again if that's all right and, and go a little further or explore some other little areas uh sometime down the road uh i'd love to at any time good now listen do you think you could hook me up sometime with your friend uh, dan class because dan class is a person yeah. i would love to do this show with and i think what i'm what i'm here's here's the thing okay he he would uh you'd he'd have a lot to talk to you about he would and here's the thing i'm trying to i want to go big time with this podcast i'm I'm, nixon james was a limited edition just for a certain number of people i really want this podcast even if i have to change the name (laughs) i think i think you listen i love uh interesting crazy names but 
you got to change it so someone could actually stumble across your well, show. I mean, you're going to get a bunch of new moms downloading this. Well, they have to know who Baby Sally was. They're like, I, oh, have baby. A, I have a picture No, of they her. don't. No one cares who Baby Sally is. Well, they, they, you, you really a, need to let go of that. No, I, I can't. There's a whole backstory Nobody back story gives a shit who Baby Sally is. <laughs> I'm telling you, nobody. <laughs> and this this is a perfect example of the artist struggle because they're going to think the voice is saying, "Don't listen right, to him. Don't listen to him. Don't, know, don't listen know. to him. He's just don't one of those people who's Didn't throwing you off. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing you off track. He doesn't understand. He doesn't see it the uh, way you see it. And that's 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 why, Tim, I'm sticking okay. with this shitty name. Okay. Because <laughs> it, I have to. It's a it's a show of strength and belief uh, and faith. Okay. Okay. I respect that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, yeah, Dan, I think would be a wonderful person to have on it, and uh, I've made a long list already. Yeah, he people. would. Maybe down he the would. road. So speak to him sometime, and and I'll make sure I put up a link on uh, on the uh, Facebook directing well, him towards his to, podcast. Well, just reach out to me when you want to bring him on, because he won't. I mean, if I speak to him about it. Well, I'm I mean, he's not going to email you to say no. No. When can I come on? I'm, so I'm asking when you want to have him on, ping me, and I'll reach out to him. Yeah, okay, so this I is, mean, a, and honestly, is there a commission in there, to, or is there? How you would not work? need to use me. So you, you just message him, and he'll. He'd, I, I know he'd love to talk to you. Okay. He, he knows who you are. I'm, I'm just saying, sometime, you know, when you're talking to him next, say that uh, your friend Ken has a new podcast, and would really like to have him on sometime. Okay. So, okay. Right, yeah, that's absolutely. all I'm asking for, and I will make yeah. sure he hears this one, or if he cares to. Listen yeah, Dan to and it. I haven't haven't spoken in a while. It's just um. Yeah, I don't know. Just I think because my uh, my life changed so much with this job I've had for, right? You know, coming on three years in uh, in May, uh, just sort of changed because we were working together a lot well, mm-hmm. on projects and everything. So you've kind of anyway. drift, drift, your careers have drifted a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, well, I mean, a lot, and then yeah, and then that sort of. Uh, me, it meant we were, just weren't talking as much, but um, but I'd love to talk to Dan. So I didn't ask you at all purposefully about your love life because that's off topic. And right, uh, that would be off topic. That would be completely off. And the same with going on about that other people and my friends in Windsor. Yeah, it'd be tough to shoehorn that one into creativity. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's. Uh, I I feel I've sort of covered some of the things uh, that I wanted to cover. Um, I think there's a whole lot more. And I hope this is of some interest. What's your, what's your take on this as episode zero? Oh, well, do you think anyone would find this interesting? I, you know what? I have no idea. I do like talking about this topic. So I, I always find it interesting because it's like, to, to me, the biggest struggle. I mean, I mm-hmm. really relate to this, to this struggle. Yeah. The, uh, um, you know, being creative blocks to creativity all this kind of stuff well that's that's what we want to uh, we want to do here so I, I i thank you very much for uh, agreeing and uh, and coming on and uh i had i had planned to prepare and have questions and i realized as i say when the chair falls apart first thing yeah you're not you're not that's a sign no just go with it trust your right instincts. the chair fell apart your setting your skype <laughs> settings yeah. are all messed up so know. just just go with the flow and uh and and have faith that uh, it'll work out. Way okay, and when, when we say goodbye right now, this is not going to be a fake interview goodbye. I'm actually going to hang up. 
Yes, this is a real goodbye. <laughs> All right. So thanks, Tim Coyne, for uh, being our first guest on uh, the inaugural number 000 episode this January 2015 uh, show, temporarily, at least for now, as long as I can hold on to it, called Baby Sally Talks. All right, buddy. Love you, buddy. I do too, Tim. Bye for now. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. I heard Charlie Parker. I said, that's it. He did what all of us wanted to do. There's no words to describe what Bird did. Listen to the records and just go, wow. <laughs> to formulate things on the spur of the moment like that and make it something that's so valuable that it lasts for a hundred years. That's something when you think about it. This is Charlie Parker.